When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You know what the fuck it is? Aries and Andy, chewing the jerk. You know it's time to get this work. The real raw, gutter, uncut cocaine. No political corrections. Always sleep. Fuck being awoke. We discuss politics and jokes. There's levels to this shit. Before you were sucking on your mama's tit. Aries Spears don't give a fuck. We talk about race a lot. Racism. Sexism. Much love to my loyal bitch bag holders. Rollers, clip loaders. We got them in the folders. The whole world on our shoulders. Spears and Steinberg. Yeah! Run up and get touched up. Suicide. <laughs> and all of y'all know my style. This O Steve comes to us from Frank Williams. O Steve in the porn industry. I can't wait to wait to rate. I can't wait to read some of these uh, homework assignments. Some people turned in some homework. Got some uh, good ones. Yeah. What up, fellas? After listening to Thursday's episode, I got a few ideas for an O Steve. And when you get a chance, read and listen to the O Steve I sent. And it's a Steve in the bedroom. I promise it won't disappoint, but here it is, my old Steve. <clears throat> hey, Aries and Andy, have you guys seen any of these pornos, movies like There's Something in Mary? What's Dick got to do with it? And my favorite, <laughs> Boys in the Wood. <laughs> I know that sounds gay, LOL. With an all-star cast featuring girls like Angela Assentitz. <laughs> That's it. I had to say it like that, so it had that flow. Yeah. Uh, Larry Wishbone and Neil Likesome Long. All written and directed and produced by Oh Steve. <laughs> uh see Ronald Williams. See what I'm saying? What? Right hook. Did you study? You know what I mean? Can't watch, miss class, man. Watch, watch the game tape. Yes. Um, okay. <laughs> that was good. Yes. Uh, Ty Sterling, a porn movie titles. Uh, what's going on, ANA? This is probably my fourth time writing in the podcast. I hope my email gets read. If not, I'm just happy to be here. I'm very happy to be here. Eddie Murphy coming to America. Uh, before we get on to the titles, I just wanted to say I have been a big fan of yours since a kid. My favorite sketch of you is the one with you and Phil Lamar. No blacks on the TV screen. I watch it at least twice a week. You probably don't realize it, but it means a lot to the fans, or at least me, to have you read our emails or respond to us on IG. Really, because if we're being honest, you don't have to. Compared to you, I'm nothing. Uh, so you, uh, compared to you, I'm nothing. So you, even you, so you, even you, reading. No, but you're in debt is what you are now. $10. Yes. yes. Um, reading my emails on Instagram and not responding, but mentioning it on the pod means something because you could just ignore us if you want it. Andy, I ain't forget about you. Thank you to you. Uh, thank, thank you to you as well. Thank you to you as well. All right. That's a bar. Yeah, there it is. Uh, you're a good guy and a funny. You're a good guy and a funny. Damn. Dude. Thank you too as well. You're a good guy. And a funny. And a funny. Uh, and I appreciate the small convos we have on Instagram. Uh, shirts are dope, too. Everybody I, everybody I know is fucking with them. All right. Uh, without further ado-do, uh, Aries, time for the titles. <clears throat> I love these. Um, Girth of a Nation, <laughs> starring Nate Parker. Ready? As Nate Turnher. <laughs> I love that. Nate Turnher. That's good. Yeah. 
Uh, remember the tightness. <laughs> Denzel Washington starring as Kurt Herman Boned. Instead of Herman Boone. 21 Hump Street starring Ramming Tatum. <laughs> and one for the LGBT community. Training Gay starring Ethan Kwok. <laughs> Spelled that way because you got to say it in a Bobby Patterson voice. Uh, <laughs> the ones that didn't make the cut. The Rod Father starring James Conifuck. Uh, CSI, cocksucking investigation. Miami starring Fellatio Man. <laughs> I like that one. Like that, that one is funny. Uh, Cockers starring Makai Piper. <laughs> That's good. That's good, right? That was really good. Um, that's all from me. Love you guys. Keep being great. Aries, you are a living legend. Dude, fucking Girth of a Nation is my best one. Yeah. Starring Nate Turner. I love it. And remember the tightness. That's hilarious. Um, dude, the only thing I didn't like about that uh -huh. whole email yeah. is that he said, compared to you, he's nothing. Dude, I, you know, you hey, talking no, no, about- No, 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 no. Hey, uh, what's his name? Uh, Ty, I want you to get up right now. I want you to go to the bathroom. I want you to look in the mirror. And I want you to repeat after me. I'm good enough. I'm smart enough. And doggone it, people like me. Go ahead. Nah, man. Yeah, because without... With, okay. Without you and people like you... We're nothing. Yeah. Who? How? How are we supposed to get on? How? Not even me. Let me. Let me. Let me. Let me back out Ebony this for a second. And Ivory. How? How? How is the area supposed to get on someone's shoulders if no one's shoulders are there? No, I mean, but it depends. You have to have some height to you because I can't get on a midget shoulder. <laughs> that might I'm... be the first step. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Um, let me see uh, before I get to that one. <clears throat> before I get to that one, all right. Uh, God, I want to find. I know I had more than one uh, homework assignment. All right, Daryl Albright, homework assignment. <clears throat> What's up, A and A double S? Uh, that's like that. A and A double S. No, oh, that's dope. Here's my homework. The movie is The Sperminator, starring Arnold Schwarzenegger, Linda Hamilton, and Sarah Fondler. <laughs> Sarah Connor. Yeah, I like it. The Sperminator is an android from the future on a mission to fuck and bring on an android apocalypse. Sarah Fondler has uh, the only cunt that can stop him. Our future is in her pants. The Sperminator catchphrase is, look my sack. I mean, LOL. <laughs> Hope this is funny enough to make the cut. Keep me laughing to my, keep me laughing to myself and looking crazy at work. Dow Albright. Dow, the spaminator. Dow, lick my sock. Yeah. I think that, I think you could actually make that one. That's what the, yeah, you could make it, but that's the description on the box. Yeah, no, I really like it because. I stayed in myself. I said the box. Yeah, but the idea that, uh, that it could be made with just this one fucking pussy that is going to be able to stop to save the world save the world one and most cunt destroys the world this is just that one right perfect pussy and when he pulls his dick out you know the uh <laughs> you know how when he was the robot he's got the red light in his eye that appears on the tip of his dick <laughs> The red, <laughs> and the red light the dot isn't right in the tip is yeah. <laughs> That's my true shit. Uh, um, Gary Jordan. I think we can get that one made. Hey, listen, to make a porno, all you need is a phone and some bitches with low self-esteem and no fathers. <laughs> Gary Jordan. What's good, peoples? What's going on? What's going on? And I, I just listened to the more penis episode and immediately came up with a name for the homework assignment. If you remember Will Smith and Wild Wild West, then listen to Wild Wild Triple X, starring Will Smith as Jim X and Nick Cage come in 60 seconds. Remember that movie, Going yeah. in 60 Seconds? Nick Cage come in 60 seconds. And every time he comes, he's like, oh, no, I'm going to bleed in that. Okay. <laughs> I can't do it, Nick Cage. Hopefully you guys read this email as I've been trying to get read at least once before. 
and I knew and I knew how to use punctuation. So no ten dollar, a lot of money. Keep your pet pants strong and your whole train long in the Bill Cosby voice. And that is an ode to you, uh, Dewan Curse. Keep your pet pants strong and your train long. Yay, yay. <laughs> um, and incidentally, uh, when he says, or even when uh, Dewan Curse says, keep your pimp hands strong, he's talking to everybody but you, Ronald. <laughs> You're not allowed to keep yeah. your pimp hands strong. But I think when you did that in the Cosby voice, yes. it should have been what you said. Uh, everything you said, but it should have been followed up with and pull your pants up. Right. Oh, keep your pimp pants strong and your whole train long. Pull your goddamn pants up. <laughs> Except for the ladies. Keep them down. Way down. Near your ankles. So that way, if I try to sniff your booty from the back and you run away, you'll trip and fall on your belly. So now I don't have to chase you. I could just slither into the booty crack. <laughs> um, Mike Ryan, the Italian guy. Uh, hey, Aries and Annie, I'm rewatching pod episode 395, and you was talking about Elvis not giving back to community. However small it was, he did buy his black maid a brand new home she wanted. She died a few years ago. She lived in it ever since that day. And yes, it's met, it's messed up reason. Throw an A in there, brother. It's, it's, don't tell me what the fuck to do. I'm dying. I do whatever the fuck I want to do. Hey, oh. Uh, it's a messed up reason, but I think, I truly think him coming from the same place black people did then. He was nervous to be too open, could lost it all. He was nervous to be open, could lost it all. Damn, boy, you motherfuckers, man. But now his home in Graceland provides jobs to that community. Love the pod, guys. By the way, I love the Jay Moore episode. His Tracy is hilarious. Cripple pussy, stay with. Um, Andy, I see you got <laughs> tired of the long beard. You let it away, didn't you? Yeah, I, I, I take it off every now and then because it, it takes work. And sometimes I just don't feel like putting it in the you work. You shaved your beard the way he shaved letters away from his email. Yeah, see? Gillette, the best a man can get. Remember that commercial jingle? <laughs> Not really because I haven't had a razor in so long. This is, uh, this is Clippers right here. Well, man. If I don't have pussy in so long, I still remember it. Yeah, but... I don't care about uh, razors. Oh. I care about pussy. Uh, I'm glad to hear you say that. I thought I was <laughs> sitting next to one of them. <laughs> you can't say that, though, either. One of what? them. Which one of them? Exactly. I didn't say it. <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> I know you have friends that are gay. You, you, can't say, you can't say it like that. You don't have any friends that are gay? Darnell Lawson, Ralphie May, Unruly. Uh, hi, Aries and Andy. This is your boy, Darnell. Long-time listener, second-time emailer. I want to start off by saying I'm a huge fan of comedy and respect the balls it takes to get up on that stage. But recently, I just watched Ralphie May, Unruly, 2015, comedy special on Netflix, and he had a joke that threw me for a loop. <clears throat> At the 610, 615 mark, he clearly uses the word nigga. Me being in a loop, uh, me being in a loop no longer made the joke funny only because he singled out a black guy in the crowd before saying the word. I know you both have Netflix. Please listen to the joke. Again, 610, 615 mark, and tell me what you both think. Looking forward to seeing you both in Shamburg again for the third year in a row. God bless from your boy Darnell. Stand up, Mr. Darnell. Do you know why you're being demoted? Because I'm sick and tired of our football team getting kicked all over the field. Thank you. Sit down. Um, you know, I feel like, you know, Andy's made, the, we've talked about this. Andy's stance is his stance. My stance is my stance, which is to say, I don't know that I need to see the context because I know that if it's a special and he's on stage and his attempt is to be funny for an hour, he made it funny. So, you know. Um, I mean, Ralphie talked about this before, though, too. His his goal, his intent yes. was just to say the word and say it and not worry about it because he felt this is his his theory. And we don't have to agree or disagree with it. I'm just going to give you the theory that if it got normalized, 
that it would go away. And the 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 hate. All white people love to think that. I'm just saying that was what he that was his thought, and he he hated that it had that kind of that that. He hated it so much he was going to be the white hero to carry the charge I'm, I'm and just, make it happen. You, 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 I'm telling you what his theory was. I know. I'm not agreeing with his theory. Right. Uh, but he, he, there was no animosity, and his love for black people was, was – I mean, you could look at his audience. He was a white guy who didn't do like um, – I don't know what I want to say here, how I want to say it. He was a white guy who just did his comedy, and he had a lot of black people to come to see him. And it, it's interesting because – and I will say this – uh, unless you are a white comic that does uh, humor that is it is somewhat catered to the black community, you don't right. get a black crowd. Right. And Ralphie did get a lot of black people to come to his show, so he was doing Ralphie something. Ralphie had a lot of, even though he was white, he had some nigga shit to him a little bit. It was a little, he had some gristle on him. I, I'm all I'm saying is that there, there are white comics that. Ralphie loved niggas like he loved food. And he often ate niggas while they were eating food. <laughs> I, I just, I, I would hate that, that that special got ruined because of that. Uh, and that's the only reason I brought up what Ralphie's thing was because without knowing that, then it just sounds <clears throat> racist. I fucked that joke up too. I meant to go, Ralphie liked niggas the way niggas like chicken. And Ralphie often ate niggas while he was eating, eating chicken. chicken. Okay. That was funny. That was better. Yeah. But it was still funny the first time. I know, but I fucking fumbled. Um, be, 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 be. Here he, here he, <laughs> Devon Cass and his scroll. Actually, this is not that long. Um, John, Dewan's du, emails are often as long as my dick. I, I had a joke once. That just didn't, didn't carry it over to the people. And I wish they would have got it. I said, my dick is as long as jazz music. You don't get that? Yeah. Jazz music is long, dude. Yeah. But I don't know. It just didn't hit. All right. All right. Uh, top 10 athletes. That seems like more like the the motion of sex than what? your dick. The skeletal. Right. Like it's that's a horrible rhythm. Yeah, but it's. I'm telling you, my goal is to one day fuck a chick while listening to a Rodney Dangerfield album. <laughs> well, I tell you, oh, I don't get respect. My wife. Oh. Could, could could you have Rodney in the background and, and stay focused enough to finish? I just I, my <laughs> pumps would be to his rhythm. But could you listen to him and still continue? I think so. I couldn't have that voice behind me in the same room. <laughs> <laughs> All right, top 10 athletes. Uh, yo, A&A, listen to the podcast. And my top 10 athletes are, and I don't think he puts this in any particular order. This is just his top 10. Well, he um, put it in, he he, he used, uh, he sent this to me. And oh, I, did he? Yeah, and, and I really, the first one is a major miss on our part. Jim Thorpe. Yeah. Greatest unsung, I, I'm going to be honest with you, and this is why I'm going to be shameful. Is Jim Thorpe black? No. See, he was he was more. I, I think he he was uh, Native American or First Nation, whatever you want to. He was he wasn't white. No. Oh, damn. Um, and he had Olympic medals, but he played like I think some semi-pro baseball games. Right. Made like six dollars or something, and they took away his medals. Like he damn. had a rough fucking existence and he was mm. he was one of the most just a talent like his athleticism was through the roof all right greatest unsung olympic athlete if you don't know about him do your research they tried to fuck him over they did fuck him over still- he did get his medals back though eventually but at, at post what did, how do you say that when, when someone's already dead and they post mortem yes is that what it is no I, I, I forgot what it's called but yeah they threw him back in his box after he died they threw what back in his box? His, his medals. Oh, I thought you meant him. No. I think that's horrible. <laughs> they threw him back in his box. <laughs> oh, God. They tried to fuck him over, and he still dominated wearing mismatched shoes. Uh, Michael Jordan, basketball. Mike Tyson, boxing. Fuck his record. He changed the game. Uh, Tiger Woods, golf. Ann Wolf, another unrecognized great. Look her up. You heard her? Yeah. What does she do? Box. She boxed? Yeah. Boxing, boxing? Yeah. I never heard of her. Go through it. Go through this, and then I'll uh, I'll uh, 
Uh, Serena Williams, tennis, Wayne Gretzky, ho- hockey, football in no particular order. Bo Jackson. That was a miss on our part. Yeah, yeah. But, dude, not really. I mean, listen, when you talk about the greatest running backs, you can't lose with anyone. Bo Jackson, uh, Barry Sanders, Walter Payton, and as short as his career was, and I mean, so was Barry Sanders, throw Jim Brown in there. Yeah, and you could put Tony, you could have put Tony Dorsett in there too, though. Emmett Smith. Um, but let me finish. Dude, Tom you can put Brady. Franco Harris in there for having the best, best catch. It might not have been a catch to win a fucking football game. Who was that? Franco Harris. Who was that? Steelers fullback. Oh, I don't know. Oh, man. Uh, the Immaculate Reception? You never heard of that? No. Oh, my God. Tom Brady, uh, Deion Sanders. Deion Sanders was a miss. Did we bring him up or not? No. I don't think we did. Deion no. Sanders is a miss, though, too. But he played, what, cornerback? Yeah, but he was. no one would even throw to his side of the field. Because if he threw there, there was a good chance he was going to figure uh, out how to intercept the ball. Keep your pimp hands strong, players. DeWan. <clears throat> um that Wayne Gretzky, though, like I, I get why everybody thinks Wayne Gretzky is the greatest. But that, you know, when you talk about different time periods, like in basketball and you go, you can't compare this one to this. One. Hockey is an extreme time period difference. Uh, when he was playing, he, he never got hit. He never. He, I mean, he his game was different. I'm not saying he's not one of the greatest hockey players ever. I go, there's just other hockey players out there. Uh, and, I, and I'm not a big hockey guy, so it's hard for me to even go through that. But he was. He is the greatest goal scorer, but it's, it's the game has changed so much. And he was right in the middle of the change. So I don't know. Um, I hate that when he put Mike Tyson in with definitive Mike Tyson, and you said Mike Tyson changed the game. No, Muhammad Ali changed the world. Yes. He could go to any country and people knew who he was. Yes. Uh, he's just a bigger, it, it's, how, how do you go? How do you not put Ali in that? Yeah. Right. I got you. I, yeah, not, I, I would take out one of the football players. For Ali, you got to put Ali in there. Dude, I know that Tom Brady's considered the GOAT. You better fucking believe it, kid. If you say something blasphemous, I'm going to go down to the ghetto and pay 15 niggas to come kidnap you from your house and tar and feather you (laughs) till you look like a black guy. But there's other quarterbacks that The fucking guy was to die for. I can't even believe you're a white guy saying this. This is white on white crime, kid. He had the fucking lo- wicked. He had the longest career. That's what makes him his longevity is is to be commended because it's a rough sport. And no matter what, if you're protected or not, you're going to get hit. You're going to get beat up. And so he, he his longevity is something to be admired. But his other- offensive fucking what do you call the guys that protect the quarterback? Offensive line. Yeah, they fucking protected the guy like it was the 1950s. You couldn't touch the white man in the judicial system. When he was in the pocket, he was in the judicial system. The guy was fucking the diaper. Bobby Patterson, by the way. Um, Ann Wolf. I uh, never heard of her. Boxer, boxer trainer. Um, oh, uh, wait a minute. She boxed? Yeah. The was thing, she better than Layla Ali? I don't know. The really... coal miner's daughter, Christy Martin. The, the thing is, though, this is the greatest athletes. And I'm not trying to be a dick when I say that. You want to put a boxer. She's a great. If you want to make, I never even heard of her. If you want to make a a, a place for female athlete, I mean, I was like Serena Williams is the one who changed the game. Who changes the game? Who uh, changes tennis forever? Who who has this unbelievable career? Yeah, she she was a don. She, I I just don't. uh, I I didn't go on that one. No, but it it wasn't a bad throw that in there. Was Anne Black? I've never heard. Dude, Look her up. Yeah, if I ain't heard of her, then it don't happen. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm going to ask you. You're, you're the, a big boxing fan. Yes, that's what I'm saying. But how much female boxing do you actually read about, watch, take in? I don't because it's female. Well, you have to actually make your presence so big that I can't help but hear about you. Like the coal miner's daughter, Layla Ali. Other than that, I would rather you cook in the kitchen with the boxing gloves on. <laughs> with the boxing gloves on? <laughs> Stir my soup, bitch, with the boxing gloves on. <sighs> I love to pitch batch all this. You do know that, ladies. <laughs> this is just jokes. 
But but if you if you go in boxing though, I'm I'm, I'm just sorry, but right. Serena Williams said it, it. She couldn't beat the top 200. She said top 200 or top 100 tennis players, male tennis players. Serena said she couldn't. She couldn't. Right. Because the, just structure, male. Wait, dude, sports was designed for us. Okay. Women partake in it, but it was designed for us. But then out of the top 100 boxers, could, this, could she beat any of these boxers? I mean. Who? Uh, what's and Yeah. No. So this is this is why I have a hard time doing that way. If you want to put up, if you want to put up a top ten women's athletes, I would go for that. But there are women that change the game. Ronda Rousey changed the MMA part of the game. Sir, Serena Williams changed women's tennis. This beef stroganoff don't taste right. Change the recipe. You could put Billie Jean King in there because she changed the game of tennis too. I mean, for women, for women. But I mean, that's what I'm saying. If you want to do a women's but there are people that have an impact on the cult on on culture, and she did in sports culture. Uh, Billie Jean King did, Serena Williams did, Venus Williams did, uh, more so Serena. Uh, and then you you can take it that way. I mean, but there's very few women that have because women's sports weren't as important as they are now. So now women will start to affect culture changes in sports. Don't mean to cut you off, man, but we have to take a break. It's nothing personal. It's just business. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Uh, Frank Williams, uh, Wednesday and Thursday was fire. What a, what a Boogie and Andreas last week episode was bananas, man. From Aries one day, going finally, from Aries one day, going finally get the chance. To, well, you think it's talk like slaves, man. This is crazy. Every one day, going finally get the chance to meet the goat Jordan to thinking of movies that would make great porn names. I have a few to list. White men can't pump. <laughs> you don't even have to change Woody Harrelson's name, to but he did. He did. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Woody. Uh, okay. I got to say it the same way. I said, Angela ass and tits to make it flow. Woody can't come. Woody can't come. Right. Um, Wesley Pipes, which I've heard before, and the star Rosie No Eggs, meaning she can't get pregnant. Yeah, that's a tough one. Coming in America, featuring Miss America and John Longstroke Amos. I got a few more, but I'm going to end it there. Till next time, fellas, be safe. Work on the ones you you, you tried. <laughs> they mean, weren't bad. They, they weren't, weren't bad. bad. Uh, but they weren't perfect. You got to get them perfect, kid. You're a mean, green, chasing, kicking machine. You got to be perfect, Rod. It would have been a fucking machine because this is about porn. Right. You're a lean, mean fucking machine. You're an Italian dildo. <laughs> hey, yo, Vic, I know what I do good and I know what I don't, you know? And because my lip hangs to the left when I eat the pussy, I catch the extra juice, you know? Uh, fuck. That's why it's sometimes hard to just go off the dome. PG. Uh, I created Andy AI. Hey, ANA, I created an Andy AI. It is attached to this email. I couldn't find a better pick of Andy to create this AI video. So you're going to have to deal with this one for now. I really enjoy listening to the show. Check out the show, Them. It's about a black family that moves into a white neighborhood. It has lots of twists and turns. Oh, oh boy. Uh, I once fucked a guy while watching a porno as we made a porno. See, Frank, they're not all hits. It has lots of twists and turns. I've included the YouTube link for the trailer. I wish there was a way I could have you guys see this. But uh, what'd you think of the AI he created of you? Uh, it was funny. It's funny. I might send. I, I might send that to Anthony. Okay. See if we can 
sliding in there. Yeah, if you can put it in there. All right. Um, Sheldon Marcotti. More Aries. Dear Aries, I'm so proud of your growth, bro. You really murder in the podcast game. I wish that were true. You and Andy are what Gene and Richard would have been if they did a podcast. I'm really glad that you're starting to have more guests. I would love to see Nick or John Turturro next up. I think you and Nick's East Coast bickering would be off the charts. So, Pratt, boy, have you ever seen him during the Yankees? Like he, the Yan- he feels the way about the Yankees that Bobby Patterson feels about <laughs> Tom Brady. Have For you real? Ever, yeah, no, no, dog. He's obsessed. Like, like when you see his clips, he'll post clips of him shirtless in his house, <laughs> screaming at the fucking flat screen. Like you think this man's heart is about to explode. He does not fuck around when it comes to the Yankees. Um, I got to tell you though, going to a Yankees game right. was probably one of my favorite sports experiences. Oh, if I like baseball like that, it would be. It, it, it's so fun though. The people are fun. And they're having a good time. And I love. I, I got to go to the a Boston Red Sox Yankees game right at, at Yankee Stadium, and it's just so funny because there there is like this real diehard energy. You know, this hatred for Boston right. and and Boston for the Yankees. But when they're at the game. It is just funny, and there, there, it's, it's, it becomes a little more lighthearted, but it's right. so much fun, and everybody's having the best. It's, it, it's really good. If you can go to a Yankees game, if you like baseball at all, I really highly suggest you go to Yankee Stadium and see, yeah. check out a game. It's incredible. I went to one baseball game, the L.A. Dodgers, and I just, you know, other than the hot dogs and the blowjobs, there's really no reason to do it. Well, blowjobs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's just- I want a girl to suck my dick for nine innings straight. Do she get and, and she gets a seven inning stretch. Nah, she got the seventh <laughs> inning stretch when my dick grew. <laughs> um, so proud of your growth. Uh, I see. I see you're getting in shape. Uh, journey is real. You should do paleo. Uh, Sounds gay. Um, you can eat all the steak. Oh, guess not. Um, you can eat all the steak and mashed potatoes you want. Also, all the eggs and bacon you want. Also, I just saw you post a photo of you and your new girl. It's not my new girl. She's my uh, twice-divorced ex-wife. Uh, she is so beautiful. I can see why you brag about girls. Um, you know what I love? Did you see that? The post I did? Oh, I didn't see yeah, it. I posted a picture of uh, my baby mom. Said we're going to try to make it happen for a third time. And so people are funny. Uh, some of the responses, yo, you bagged that? Yo, how you pull that off? You know, I know you motherfuckers, some of y'all, and I'm talking to the YouTube people because I know the people that listen to this podcast are loyalists. So they ain't going to say nothing crazy because they're our regulars. But it's the YouTube comments comments where motherfuckers get slippery in the tongue. Listen, yes, I've changed from being the automatic, sexy, bad, gorgeous motherfucker I used to be because of weight gain and again, these dark marks under my eyes was from a fucking uh, accident, a bike accident, not fucking health. The scars, it never healed. Uh, but nonetheless, um, swagger remains. I have swagger. I'm funny. I'm intelligent. I'm quick. I'm sexy. I really am sexy. My, my shit is yo, B. <laughs> you know what I mean? I bag bitches, yo. I don't know why y'all motherfuckers, some of y'all, and I'm talking to you YouTube fuckers. I don't know what makes y'all think I got a hard time getting pussy. I'm telling you, I got swag, nigga. I'm confident. I'm funny. I'm like Nas when he said, I ain't got no game. Bitches just understand my story. I know how to talk to these hoes, man. Episode 27, the Pussy Podcast. Listen to it. Dude, I just think it's funny. I give a tutorial on clitoris. Women will fuck a guy because he's good looking. Women will not fall in love with a guy because he's good looking. Yes, you gotta have some stu- substance. God damn it! There has to be more to you. Yes. Now and- they'll, they'll stay with you because you're good looking and you can provide. That's that's not a problem. A woman can do that, but fall in love with you is a different story. Yeah, yo, listen, I've been doing this for 32 years. Stand up started when I was 14. I was bagging pussy by 16 years old. Grown fucking women. I'll tell you, one of my f- best adventures, the first Def Comedy Jam tour, me, Bill Bellamy, Bernie Mac, Adele Givens, and Reggie McFadden. We went and we performed in Atlantic City. It was the first time my mother allowed me to go on the road 
without uh, a chaperone. Had my own hotel suite. I bagged a bitch on a couch at six in the morning. She was 27. I was 16. Come on, B. I got fucking stripes in this motherfucker, man. How funny is it, though, at 27 and you're 16, you thought she was old? No, I didn't think she was old. I thought she was right. Yeah, but now. Oh, now, but, you know. Now she'd be. Yeah. 27 would be. Yeah, old. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, also, something I wanted to bring up. I listened to your money episode, and I found these brothers that actually teach it. They're a part of our culture. They're from New York City like you. It's called Earn Your Leisure. They also have a show called Market Mondays. I'm telling you, dog, you will relate. It shows that guys that look like us can be Warren Buffett. They did an episode at the New York Stock Exchange and also look up Wall Street Trapper, MG, the mortgage guy, and Ian Ian Dunlap. Those cats are game changers. Appreciate you and the growth, homie. One love from Shelly. P.S. I attached some photos so you and Andy can see. Yeah, I'm going to subscribe to these, dude. Because, uh, you know, one of my favorite episodes we did was when we talked about the banker. And again, like I said in that episode, I don't think we as black people uh, discuss financial literacy enough. Yeah, we talk about all the haves and the have-nots and trying to keep up with the Joneses, Joneses with Louis Belts and Gucci this and, you know, sitting in coach with first-class luggage, which don't make sense. So, yeah, we should become more financially literate. Here, here, here's something that I, I just have to say this because this is yeah. – uh, I love that you said <clears throat> as black people, we don't – how would you say it? As black people, we don't talk about this. Yeah, thing. financial literacy. White people no. don't talk about that. It would be it, – it, it, it no, 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 no. It should be taught in school. There's just more white people that have had money longer. That's it. There's more, well, more you white people. Well, don't just say that's it. Like that's nothing. That's no, no, everything. no, no, no. It's, 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 it's important, but I'm just saying – the reason there's a, a whole swath of people that don't know anything about money is why, if you go to school to learn some shit you don't need to know, why aren't they teaching you that in school? Uh, you're right. You're right. You're right. And they don't teach that to white kids, on black purpose. kids, on anybody purpose. on purpose. Right. It's a way to keep a, a working class because they need employees. Okay. But I'm just saying, I, I got don't dismiss. I, I'm that, not dismissing you know, the, the, the disparity, but, disparities. But that, but that, that huge amount of white, Wealth isn't intended for poor whites. I'll put it to you like this. As much as the system may not want uh, whites to have money, they really don't want niggas no. to have it. And I'm going to tell you something else that I think that this, this needs to be said. Because like, like money what, is power. Uh, but I like and they he, don't want us in power. But I like what he said. He said that uh, black dudes, uh, how do you say it? Look like us. Like Warren Buffett, but black, but yeah. look like us. White people see black people in power. That's why they're so afraid of it. There's no chance that they don't see white people, black people as being successful, knowing how to work money, how to, how to take care of business. That's not, uh, that's, that's like some kind of idea that is passed down so that we can keep this racist structure going. White people know black people are just as smart. There's or, or. When I say just as smart, there's no er needed because we're. I'm saying just as there's there's always the the there's always the guy who knows how to rise above all of that, and that's us. It's we have to. That, well, that's everybody though who could. But we have to who can pull themselves up. But because we have that's, to. But yeah. But what you're watching right now is you watch these guys coming from Europe that have been in <clears throat> poverty stricken countries, no money, coming over here with nothing and pulling themselves up as well. It, 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 you know, the, there's certain people that are going to stay on the bottom. But some of those guys have an advantage we don't have. I agree. As be, foreign as they are. I agree. Because they also get some help, too, sometimes. Here's my, but my point is, there's always going to be people that stay down. Uh, and then there's always been a system that's kept certain people down. This is a time where you got to just go, I'm, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. And I'm going to bring, <clears> I, I got to go. Because there's too much, there's, there's this, there's, there's a sea change happening in, in wealth and the, uh, and the ability to get to wealth has never been greater than I think it is right now. Yeah. I, I haven't found it myself, but I, I'm watching people get it. And it's all about your hustle, man. Trying to find wealth is like looking for the G spot. You know where it is. But we just can't get to it. Can't always make it work. Damn. <laughs> Some broken ass G spots. G weeks. A favorite Jordan commercial and skit idea. 
Hey, Annie, I just finished listening to episode 445, and I wanted to give my input on my favorite Jordan commercial. The one you mentioned with everyone emulating him is definitely my top one. I even pull it up on YouTube from time to time because it always gets the same reaction from me every time. Anyways, also wanted to see if you could perform a short audio skit idea for the podcast that popped in my head. I know you're a huge Sopranos fan, so you'll definitely remember in the show when Meadow Meadow was dating that black guy and Tony didn't approve. I love that line. The Hasidic old boy. The fucking Hasidic old boy. Um, I think it would have been hilarious if Meadow and her boyfriend scheduled a sit-down lunch with Tony and her boyfriend's father, who turns out to be none other than Paul Mooney. Over the course of the lunch meeting, Paul and Tony give multiple reasons why their children shouldn't date and eventually bond over their mutual hatred of interracial relationships. Hopefully you can pull that off. Thanks for taking the time to read my email. I've been a loyal listener for about three years now. Gee, gee, I am definitely going to put that on my, uh, put that in the crock pot, baby. That's a good idea. It, to me, will feel like what the movie You People should have been in terms of a uh, climactic tension filled scene. So let me work on that. I don't just want to try to pull that off the dome because I, I don't think I'll be giving it. It's just dude. There's too much, too many, too many gems in that, I think, comedically and racially. So I want to take my time with that. Give me, give me a couple of fucking steps there, Spider. So I don't to do that. I gotta do. Yeah. Um <clears throat> Paul Marshall, Paul Marshall, character in a series. Uh, what's up, Anna? Thanks for answering my first question last time about the comedian you would bring back from the afterlife. And I agree. I think bringing Patrice back is the number one answer. But after spending more time thinking about my own question, I believe that Bernie Mac and Sam Kinison could be in the conversation. My question today is out of all the shows that you've seen in history, like The Sopranos, Tulsa King, Tyler Perry's House of Pain, which I've never seen, and many others I forgot to mention. Which one, if you have the choice, would you go into the series and become either a main character or supporting cast member? Why would you pick that show? And if the outcome of the show is done, uh, would you change it for your character and how? Love you guys. Love listening to the podcast. If you guys ever come down to Tampa, holla at your boy so I can check out the podcast being recorded live or try to see y'all spit that hot fire that raw cocaine on stage. Um, dude, you know, I love The Sopranos. Like, I love number 23 in red. So I'm going to say that. Um, yeah, Tulsa. Look, any man food project is would be great to be a part of. Um, but The Sopranos, even though I don't know how you make... Oh, I think it would have been interesting if they at least tried. But in that world, it was so Italian-focused in terms of culture. Uh, and what it was, I, you know, you never saw a regular black dude on The Sopranos. Um, but I thought it would have been interesting if they would have had one regular. But what role would he have played? Because how many, you know, Titsoons and Mulians can you show up for? Hey, it's the fucking Titsoon. I don't know, fuck a Mulian. You mean, you know what I mean? How many scripts can you read that in the script before you go, God damn it. So I don't know. It would have to be another gangster that he respected. But like it's like a, you know, they respected you enough to do business with you if it was profitable. Right. But anything ain't going past business. But that would have been the character that would have been. Right. That that there could have been some issues with or some, you know. Right. Positive things with. Uh, I'd be Hesh's son. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. Uh, the rent. The rent. Hesh's son. That's fucking hilarious. Um. I'd be in Tulsa King, man. That would seem like a fun project, though. And it's today. It sells tickets. <laughs> right. But. Uh, I told you didn't you. like Tulsa King? I didn't. I just. It's Tulsa. It, it's, I know. But, you the know. The pacing. What I like. What I really like about it, though. Right. I, I'm serious. Is that they play. That Sylvester Sloan played his age. And he played yes. Sylvester Sloan. That's. The, you know how uncommon that is for Hollywood? Yeah, because motherfuckers got egos. Yeah, but who's who's playing an 80, 70 plus year old man, almost eighty? Right, that's, skin look like dried cabbage. That's it, it's it's impressive. Uh, ba, 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 Jose Garcia, 
Why to Mama Tambian? <clears throat> Andy, you being somewhat Mexican, I would expect you to be able to say this. It means your mom too. Ha ha. It's a Mexican movie and it's actually really fucking good. I suggest you guys check it out. Yeah, Andy. Yeah. Why you ta- Mama Tambian? I can't even speak English. God, it, it, you. <laughs> <laughs> Check and mate. I have a problem with first language situations here. Mm. Um, it's a bit lengthy. Uh, let me see. Let me see. Uh, Andrew Santino. Yeah, you kind of go into a Jeff Goldblum when you talk. About uh, that's a that's a bit uh, a bit lengthy. What's about Andrew Santino? Um, this is from William, is it William Johnson. I like Andrew Santino. Who's Andrew Santino? Comedian. He's a comedian. He's been on a bunch of shows. Oh. William Johnson, Andrew Santino. <clears throat> Just so you know, he has a podcast. Oh, this guy, yeah. He has a podcast with Bobby Lee. We all know how you feel about him. Andrew Schultz is a much much better choice. Only for the fact Bobby Lee is Bobby Lee and will block him from Santino from coming or just might be some bullshit. I just don't want somebody making you mad, even though Santino is a solid choice from Will Johnson. Somebody, I think, did somebody tell me that Bobby Lee was recently on something and he was being apologetic towards me. Uh, but then I would wonder, why wouldn't you just call me personally? Call him. I've done that, dude. Try one more time. Eh. I'll call him. Yeah, you call him. You have his number? No. All right. Give me his number. I will. Right here on the show. While we- <laughs> <laughs> just read it off to me real quick. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, Santino's a great guy, man. Santino's one of those guys that he's like a comics comic, but he's an actor and he's just Is he redheaded? Yeah. Okay. He's a good dude, man. Right. I, I like him a lot, but he's he's Latin? No. Santino. Or is that Italian? I, I don't know what he is. I, I really don't know what he is. He's 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 white as can be. He's like he's he's he is the most pale person I've he's a redhead, so he's right. the most pale. But Schultz is fucking amazing too, man. Yeah, dude, I I love everything that's going on in New York right now with the younger dude, the the dudes that are I say younger because they're younger than me, but I mean it, that that next this next group of of comics uh, is fucking unbelievable going on right now. It, they're they're great. Everyone's great. Mm. I'm listening to them. I'm, I'm just so impressed. The the and the women, the ones that are out, they're fucking awesome. It, it's like comedy. I just I hope we 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 weather the storm because these fucking guys are great right because they're coming out right now. Mm. Told me to cut you off, man, but we have to take a break. It's nothing personal. It's just business. Uh, Mr. Marcus, uh, in my cal- in, in my calculations, if my calculations are correct, this worked. Yo, smoking aces. If my calculations are correct, I'm sending this bat signal to be seen in time for my birthday, which is February. Second, damn of this year. Oh damn, this is really old. I can't, I'm, you know, I think my calculations aren't correct. Um, since the se- oh, uh, second reading this w- would be a, a shout out as it is. Yeah, we missed the boat on your birthday, brother, because uh, it's March fourth. Yeah, but he sent it on January twenty ninth. Right, so, so I'm you just know, you didn't yeah. have that much opportunity to get it out anyway. Yeah, uh, well, happy belated, brother. Um, since the second is, uh, the Groundhog's Day, what's y'all take on the movie title Groundhog's Day with Bill Murray? Would you guys have, what would you guys have done if you were in Bill Murray's shoes? What would you have done? Did you, do you, you, you know the movie? Yes, absolutely. Uh, I would have, I would have done what he did. I would have indulged for a long period of time. Right. Wouldn't you? Yes. I, I would, I would have probably wanted to know what it was like to jump off the roof of a building and smack on the concrete. Uh, I wouldn't have enjoyed the pain, but knowing I'm coming, knowing I'm going to be all right, fuck it. You know what I mean? It'd be interesting. Plus, meeting every girl that lives in the city. I mean, it's just, that was kind of funny that he figured out right. a way to hook up with everyone. Uh, Ned Flanders is my one of my favorite characters, though, in there. Oh, that's the guy that steps in the pothole, right? Yeah. Yeah. That, that, what was his name, Bill Murray's name? Because he would always say his name that certain way. <laughs> but that the guy who plays Ned Flanders, he's always funny in all the shit that he does. You remember him from the one role that he wasn't funny, where he was absolutely serious and racist? 
Uh-uh. What is it? Mississippi Burning. Oh, he was in Mississippi Burning? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I do remember him in that. Yeah. That's so out of character for his character. Right. <clears throat> uh, but I would have done things that, and Bill kind of did it, like when, again, when he stepped in front of the truck and he jumped off the roof. But I, I definitely would have done things I know I wouldn't have done had it not been a Groundhog Day. Like, I would have fucked a Groundhog. Phil. Phil. Phil? Uh, Phil? Yeah. Phil? yeah. Oh, that, was, that was great. That that guy's name, by the way, is uh, Stephen uh, Toblowski. Toblowski. Right. I don't know. Something like yeah. that. He, he, I, I don't know. You know, if you make a career as a character actor, that is, right. is there anything wrong with that? That's a great career, right? Listen, man. You know, these are all... In Hollywood, good problems to have. You know what I mean? Good problems to have. Um, read one more. And then we got to put some water on it. Some water on it. It's seven o'clock show time tonight, right? Yes. When I was in Denver, I got into it with this girl. As I, when I do the joke about uh, fucking the three type of women racially, black, white, and Hispanic. And I asked the Hispanic chick, What's your Spanish? Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember that. Uh, and I've had, I've had this happen on more than one occasion where I say to a woman of Latin descent, what's your Spanish? Simply asking, what are you? Are you Dominican, Cuban, Venezuelan, Mexican, Puerto Rican? Uh, and she'll go, I'm Spanish. Bitch, I know that. What is your Spanish? I'm Spanish. I'm from Spain. And I'm, listen, I've always said there's a reason why I dropped out of school and got my GED. Because uh, I refused to be one of the fucking drones that y'all became. And now look where I'm at. No. Uh, because it, school just didn't interest me. Uh, and I knew that a lot of it was bullshit. And I didn't have, you know, other than basic arithmetic and learning how to read and write. Come on, man. The fuck do I need this information for? Anyway, um, she gave me a little bit of a lesson on, uh, what do you call it? Spanish culture. Yeah. History. And one dude, this guy who wrote in, who was at the show, Ricardo Ramirez Leon. I was going to give you a lesson on it afterwards, but I forgot about it. That, see, and this coming from, this is the teacher, y'all. No, I forgot about it because, you know, you're doing something that, you're doing jokes, and then people put their seriousness into the joke. Right. And you were just asking, your, your question's kind of, it is it is off, though, because it's like saying, uh, what kind of, wh- who, uh, after Spain oppressed your people, what are your people? That's basically what you're kind of saying. Yeah, most people don't feed that deep into it. You no, know, most people don't. That's why I didn't even go over it. Right. Okay. So anyway, he writes Denver shows. Good evening, A and A. It's your boy Rick from Denver. Thank you guys again for the kick-ass shows this past weekend. Seeing you two work was more fun than I've ever had at a comedy show. I've seen Gabriel Iglesias, Kevin Hart, George Lopez, and Bill Burr as well. You guys have been my favorites without a doubt. The way Aries picked on the guy with the chicken wings and the two young guys in the front of the stage kill me every time. I wanted to try and share some knowledge. During the last show, you asked the lady in front, what is your Spanish? While we all knew what you were trying to ask, there was a distinction between Spanish, Hispanic, and Latin. Spanish, when not referring to the language, refers to a person from Spain. A Hispanic is anyone from a Spanish-speaking country, including Spain. Latinos slash Latinas, and he puts in parentheses, Latinx, Latina, and these moist PC times are people from Latin America, regardless of what language their country speaks. Spaniards are Hispanic because they speak Spanish, but they are not known from Latin America and therefore not Latinos, Mexicans, Salvadorians, Hondurans, Venezuelans, Colombians, and everywhere else from Central and South America are Latinos and Hispanics. Uh... People from Brazil and Latinos slash Latinas because they are from Latin America, but they are not Hispanics because they speak Portuguese. I always say I am Latino slash Mexican to separate myself from Spain as they are the conquerors and oppressors of the indigenous people of what is today Mexico. Before I finish this last little bit that he wrote, brother, I love you because do you see how this is flowable for me? Yeah. Because you use fucking punctuation properly and I know when to start, stop. Thank you, brother. Because And as complex as this email is, and when I say complex, I'm just talking about from the subject matter. 
if you didn't have the fucking punctuations and this was $10 a lot of money, I would sound like, nigga, go back to school. So thank you for allowing me to sound like leaving school was a good idea. Uh, I guess in your shows, when you do that joke, you could ask the lady, what is your nationality? Either way, we all get what you mean. I figured I could use that experience as a moment to share some knowledge. Much love to you both. Much love, much love to the both of you. Uh, thank you for the laugh. And Andy, thank you for the advice. I'm currently working on two jokes that I hope to take on an open mic one day. All the best, Ricky R. Thank you, Ricky. Well, yeah, that was my education. I'm still going to ask it the way I ask it. You're Spanish instead of... Uh, what's your nationality? U.S. nationality sometimes. Sometimes, sometimes you'll sometimes, say it. Right. I uh, just think, what's your Spanish sound sexier? Baby, what's your Spanish? I know you're Spanish, but what is it? Well, you could say that, and then they could go, no, I am Spanish. Oh, so you're the colonizer. Not oh, the I colonized. Yeah, not the colonized. You're either the conquered or the conqueror. <laughs> you know where I got that from? Uh, Black Panther. Okay. My man, I forget his name, but he only played... He wasn't in the sequel. He was in the first one where he had the blue blanket or whatever the fuck them niggas wear. Yeah, yeah. And he, and he turned into shields. Do you want to be part of the conquered or the conqueror? You know, it's, it's, it's such a sensitive time. But we're also in Denver, and there's a large Hispanic oh, yeah. community. And hey, so, listen, you always want to respect people. Yeah. Uh, but, there, but you weren't disrespecting people. But she just she could have just said, I'm from, you know, my heritage is from Spain. She could have said it if that's what right. she wanted to say. Right. She just made it more complicated because she wanted you. She wanted you to say it in a way that she could respect how you were saying it. Fucking cut. And that's really what it became. Right. Well, there it is, folks. Uh, you want some dates? Yeah, give me some dates. <laughs> Should we say? I don't know. It's it's no wonder people aren't clamoring to get us on television. But they don't know what we're about, though. Yeah, we're about foul language <laughs> and using words. Listen, that- I love the fact that the one chick, I forget where we at, black, I think we were in Denver. We were in Denver. And the one black lady said, I'm a fan of your podcast. You're a little vulgar at times. But nonetheless, I'm part of the bitch badge holder. See, that's what I'm talking about. You, like, you either commit or you don't. But my thing is this. I believe when people really, and this is again why I go, listen, from the beginning. Because like any sitcom or movie or anything you watch, when you have a chance to really invest in the characters, you accept them even with their flaws. Because you love them. You've accepted them. You've got a chance to grow and know them. Yeah, but it's also just your opinion too, because I love when people say, I really like Quentin Tarantino's movies. They're just, they're just too gory for me. Well, what did you just say there? You really like. You like them. Right. They're too gory. That's your perspective that it's gory. It's not, it, to other people, it's not gory enough. And, and frankly, most of his movies leave a lot of the gore for you. You just see a lot of blood. You might see some blood right. flying around. And Django, he put some, he put a little bit more gore into it. Yeah. A lot of shit in it. But he really let you think more about right. it, more than just in it. So anyway, yeah, it, it, you know. Listen, if people, when people listen out of context and they hit the first episode they hear, they hear me go, cunt, <laughs> I've lost you. But if they get a chance to hear the episode where I get emotional, I get teary, they see that there's really some heart and some humanity to me, there's some intelligence, then cunt goes down smoother. <laughs> You know what I mean? There's just not enough ice in that cunt. It's not going to go down smooth until you get the chill and effect of episode after episode after episode. That's why I'm like, listen from the beginning. And then you're gonna, you're gonna that that cunt is gonna go down so easy. You know what I mean? All right, listen, it's guys. Gonna, the cunt's gonna go down as easy as I like to go down on cunt. <laughs> All right, give out the thing. Are you the first one to slide in? Is that is that your thing? Into the cunt? Yeah. Yes. That, yeah. But but. I can I, I I can get as deep as I want into the cunt because I offer more penis. <laughs> All right, guys, uh, you're listening to us. We are in. Uh, while you're listening to us, we're going to be in <clears throat> Syracuse, New York. This is March 10th through 11th, followed by Funny Bone in Omaha, uh, March 17th through the 18th. 
Then we're going to be in Miami Improv, March 24th to the 26th. What do you got for uh, San Antonio? Laugh Out Loud Comedy Club, LOL. March. I love that stage. 30th. I believe in love after love. <laughs> March 30th through April 2nd. Uh, April 6th through the 8th, we're going to be at the Funny Bone in Columbus, Ohio. And April 27th through the 30th, we're going to be at the Improv in Arlington, Texas. Followed by, and I just want to get this one out, May 5th through the 7th, we're going to be at Cleveland, Ohio Improv. Ta! a bit outside. See us out there, guys. Yep. Thanks for listening to the Spears and Steinberg podcast. If you'd like to know who's responsible for this shit, well, it was hosted by Ari Spears and Andy Steinberg, produced by Steve Merrick and Anthony Holmes, executive producer, Big Papa, Robert Kelly, and Matt Kleinschmidt for the Laugh Button Podcast. For more information on where to find us on the internet, visit www.spearsbergpod.com. You don't like to do it face to face? No, I don't I don't like that way. I don't like to see the face. Nina. Nope. That's crazy. Look! You can get a doggy style, you can get a ling on your side. Those are your only choices. This is my house and I get to say. Got it?